Hold your breath. Make a wish. Count to three. Come with me, and you'll be in a world of pure imagination. I'm here to show the world. I'm here to show the world. What's up, everyone? This is Riley Madison, and you are listening to Sunset Flip Radio. No, you are not dreaming, ladies and gentlemen. The WWE is actually thinking outside the box and doing some very unpredictable things, like four title changes in the past week on WWE programming. And what other item is also unexpected is the fact that we are recording on a Wednesday night here on Sunset Flip Radio. Welcome back to Sunset Flip Radio, your number one podcast for the art and sport of professional wrestling. As always, I'm your co-host, the $100 man, Thomas Lisi. Always joined with the most handsome dad in the room, Mr. Alex Drayton. Tommy. Alex. Hey. Wednesday night. Um, Wednesday has a feel. Thursday has a feel. Friday has a feel. Monday has a feel. All the days have feels when we were... That was a Seinfeld joke, if anyone never got it. But... um. No, Wednesday, we can just chalk that one up on the list of days that we've recorded on. I think that means that we've recorded on every day of the week. I think we touched them all, Tom. We did. Uh, Wednesday was always the one that kind of got away from us because we both work Wednesdays and AEW is on Wednesdays. So right now it's 8.38. I haven't watched AEW. I did order the pay-per-view, which we'll talk about in a minute, but I'll be spoiler-free until we're done recording and then I'll watch it on DVR. So, (laughs) leading off today's episode, because... Literally, before we started talking about the episode, uh, we really just said to ourselves, what, do you, what are we going to talk about? And we're just going to wing it, because that's what we do best. Um, no no uh, scripts, no plots, no spoilers, only here on Sunset Flip Radio. So, AEW Revolution, one of the core four pay-per-views for AEW. They only do four a year that you can buy. The rest are given to you every Wednesday night on TVS now on free TV on free television they seem like they did all four pay-per-views on one pay-per-view because that was long because I went on I didn't buy it it's five hours five hours which I mean I'm saying that WrestleMania is like 30 hours but yeah it's five it's a five-hour show including the pre-show the (laughs) buy-in which was an hour but I buy-ins free right can't you uh, I think it's free yeah YouTube or something Something like that I got home at 730 I was thinking that I can pause it because Christine ordered it for me, but you can't pause pay-per-view. So I missed the first two matches, even though Christine taped them on her phone. Um, (laughs) Yeah, but I mean, to be honest, as a wrestling fan, copyright infringement, infringement, yeah, the entire pay-per-view from from top to bottom, I mean, there are a couple of matches, uh, but I mean, again, it's it's just why you watch professional wrestling. If you watch wrestling to watch wrestling, then AEW is your thing, and and they did deliver that on Revolution. Uh, the three-way uh, battle, a three-way dance between Red Dragon, Young Bucks, and uh, then well, they're no longer Jurassic Express. Uh, they're being marketed as Jungle Boy and Luchasaurus now. Wow. Yeah, they that's, dropped the Jurassic Express name. If terrible. you notice, well, they don't have Marco Stun anymore. He's basically gone, and they <sighs> subbed him with Christian Cage, who hasn't wrestled. He did wrestle at Revolution, but before that, Month. the guy that can outwork everybody didn't wrestle for like months <laughs> on television it was kind of funny how they brought him in and they're like oh you know we're gonna use christian cage all the time and 
He did beat Kenny Omega for the Impact title. That was just the cheap way to get the belt off of Omega. Was the biggest thing since sliced bread. Yeah, for like a cup of coffee. Yeah, and like, then oh he hasn't God. wrestled. Christian's there. Yeah, after his program with Omega, he literally didn't wrestle. Yeah. Um. That was it. Yeah. So I mean, like that match sticks out of my mind because it it was very spot heavy, but at the same time, it flowed really well with all six of those competitors. Um, I mean, that was just an example. The Eddie Kingston-Chris Jericho match was awesome because Jericho was slowly turning heel the entire match, and Eddie Kingston was getting he just wasn't shoved down a as, a pa- as a baby face. Well, no, I mean, Jericho started off as a heel in AEW, and then he became a face. Fans are singing the songs, and he had a good turn after he was lay champion once he dropped the mm-hmm. title. But he was going back to his heelish ways, you know, doing cheap shots. He pushed Aubrey Edwards, the referee. i seen that. Um but a lot of a lot of positive heat for Eddie Kingston, who I really appreciate because he is. When you look at Eddie Kingston, he's as real as it comes. He man. is his body too. Like when you look at the guy, oh yeah. Like he wears a lot of like baggy clothes when he does his promos and all this shit. Like he was wrestling. He in wears a, a singlet. He wears a singlet, but he wears shorts with it. So like the singlet, the straps are pulled he, he's down. He's got the Kevin Owens look. Yeah. Because yeah. Kevin Owens technically he has, has that, but he wears a sleeve of shirt. Yeah, he yeah. has a gut, and I appreciate that. He's I, a real I, man. I appreciate man. the real man. He's like the, yeah, he's like a uh, he's every, like a William every... Regal, just a little chubby, a little right. real man's man. No, nah, but I mean, I mean, I, <laughs> listen, I knew that I was going to get the pay-per-view. You said it last week. Yeah, even before, before I said that, it here yeah. on the podcast. I think I knew I was going to get the pay-per-view even before the dog collar match was announced, even before Hangman Page went went against, um, um, oh my God, Adam Cole. You know what I mean? Like, just because when you watch something that you're invested in, and I'm invested in AEW, you got to just stick through with the pay per views. You have to buy it because you know it's going to be good. If you want to watch wrestling, you know it's going to be good. Right. And I told myself every AEW pay per view I'll probably get. Uh, maybe I'll spoil myself and go to the movie theater for one of them because it's cheaper than buying it, actually. Yeah, I um, thought you were going to go, but I think you said... Yeah, you Christine was like, oh, you know, I'll just make it special. And, you know, she made some appetizers and she fell asleep, but it's all good. So, <laughs> But if I think about it, if I went to the movie theater, I would have got there at 7.30 and I would have been home by 12.40-ish. Mm. So... Yeah, at least you were yeah. in the comfort of your own home. Yeah, it was. Hey, and gas ain't cheap, so... No, it's not. Four, fucking four twenty-five Whee! a gallon. Jesus Christ. Goo! <laughs> um, no, I mean, overall, pay-per-view top to bottom, the MJF-CM Punk dog Carla match, um, it went the way that we talked about. We talked about Wardlow costing MJF that match, mm-hmm. and that's what he exactly did. He yeah. placed the ring in in the ring, no pun intended. He placed MJF's diamond ring into the ring. CM Punk used it. And beat MJF clean with it. So now this pay-per-view was basically, in my opinion, circled around Wardlow and around him mostly because he did win the brass ring, quote unquote. Do you, you see it looked like? It's huge. It looks like a Sonic ring from Sonic the Hedgehog. Uh, they, they said that since the first one. Yeah, when yeah. Scorpio Sky did yep. it. So he grabbed the brass <laughs> ring. happened with him. So. No. Well, it's funny because tonight he's wrestling Sammy Guevara. Mm. He hasn't lost in 364 days. Who, so uh, uh, Scorpio Sky. Scorpio? So they're gimmicking this match for the TNT title, title versus streak. <laughs> like AEW Dynamite tonight, they 
they're last minute. Yeah. Uh, they last minute added a lot of stuff, and we'll talk about that in a second. But this whole entire pay-per-view was based a lot around Wardlow because not did he just win the um, the brass ring and guaranteed a TNT championship and That match. thing is huge, man. Like, oh, yeah, it is. You, you can wear yeah. it as you like... You can. He could have wore it like, around his necklace. neck as a big yeah. chain. He did cost MJF the dog collar match, but now at the same time, everybody knows, even if you don't watch wrestling, it's just so obvious to say that MJF and Warlow are going to have a huge feud now. Mm-hmm. So where does this go? Obviously, if I'm writing AEW, MJF or Wardlow cost MJF, MJF's going to cost Wardlow. That's how easy it is. But then it's, what's the point? Then why waste it on Wardlow? I get, I to get it to put him over as a face. Yeah, but to advance a storyline, it, it's the same as like when WWE does stuff like that with like number one contenders and whatever. You're just lamps to the slaughter because you're fodder. Like it doesn't matter. You're just a placeholder. Mm-hmm. Um, and in but this I, case, I think that they really see something it in work Wardlow. out that way. Yeah, yeah. Well, they they, I think they 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 must because they they've been really telling pushing a slow, him slow yeah. slow story. Mm-hmm. In a very uh, creative way. They they haven't... Now, look at all the champions they have. They've had Jericho, they've had Moxley, they've had Omega. They really never... And Paige. They never really pushed a big guy like this before. Mm-hmm. Because when you push a big guy out there for the smart mark fans that sit behind the television screen or are watching it, they're immediately going to either chant Goldberg, <laughs> they're immediately going to chant Boo... Or they're immediately just going to give this guy the cold shoulder because, in everyone's opinion, every big guy is the same because what Goldberg Street did years and years ago, mm-hmm. right? So the, it's kind of funny that every big guy is like, you're a big guy, this is what you're up against, fucking Goldberg. And it's so funny because in this podcast, we talk about why the guy never deserved any chances. But when you look back at his streak and how dominant he was, the standard that he set for a big guy in that category of wrestling immediately... Change changes how the big, guy how big yeah because yeah. look look at all the big guys Brock Lesnar he had to be compared to Goldberg early in his career uh, Wardlow is getting compared to Goldberg probably early in his career you know what I mean all these big well, guys Wardlow I heard only had like eight to ten minute matches at the moment yeah Which he has had long matches enough, you know what I mean so, yeah look at Goldberg I mean Goldberg's longest match was the first one against Hugh Morris which he went over clean on but after that besides the match that he had with Steve, with William Regal, in which William Regal completely embarrassed him because he actually wrestled him on Nitro. There's a huge story about that. They were all squashes against La Parca, against Alex Wright, against Disco Inferno. You know what I mean? All these squash matches. Warlow did have squash matches, but now we're going to see him because he has this Sonic the Hedgehog ring above his head. We're going to see him facing bigger and better competition, and one of those names is going to be MJF. Yeah, and the one thing about stuff like that is, you know, you have a target on you. So anything that you don't do, people are going to see. Mm-hmm. It's going to come to light. So you have to kind of operate with perfection. Yeah. Um, you know, you were talking about how the fans are going to react. Fans love them or they're going to see right through the cracks. Mm-hmm. You know, they're not they're not stupid. I kind of feel like wrestling fans are like, if you like someone, you like them. If you hate them, you hate them. Like, yeah, like yep. if you like if you give me a list of three wrestlers, I'll tell you right now if I like them or hate them. Mm-hmm. And there's no the, cookie cutter in the middle. Yeah, you know no what I mean. Ground. There's no gray area here. Yeah, there's really no gray area. So I mean, although sometimes the people that I hate and people like, I, I, I'm like, why the hell do you like that person? Yeah, 
You know, like there was a funny story Tony Khan said about Orange Cassidy about how Jim Ross was the kind of guy that said he'll never get over. You know what I mean? I mean, Jim Ross has kind of turned in delusional. He he did make a couple mistakes at Revolution, which were yeah, kind of funny. Yeah, he called it a train wreck. Yeah. But he didn't mean it. It was like more of a car crash. Yeah. Yeah. But it was funny because uh, Tony Khan's like, I have ideas for Orange Cassidy about how to use this guy. Basically, Orange Cassidy can just come out, stand there, do that little thing where he where he kicks you and or just taps your knees and he, he gets over. Yeah, yeah. But Jim Ross didn't see that because, again, Jim Ross is living in 1997 where you need, you know, the attitude era to get people over. But, you know, it's funny how re- how wrestlers are getting over these days with fans. And like we said before, it's either that you like them or you don't like them. Right. It's simple as that. So with right now, like when I went to Atlantic City to see uh, Dynamite, there were fans that liked Wardlow and there were fans that didn't like Wardlow. Wardlow immediately got a Goldberg chant, like, from, the, from behind me two sections over. You know, they're chanting Goldberg, Goldberg. Yeah, but a lot, a lot of that is people being assholes too. You oh know, yeah, you, you have Smart to really Mark fans, take huh? it from Smarts. who it's coming from. Yeah, so. the people who just want to be a part of the show, and that's a problem. Sometimes the fans, you need them because sometimes somebody doesn't get over unless the fans interact in a way to get them over, mm-hmm. or things will fall flat. And other times, the fans really take over things. And they make it not enjoyable. They they completely change the product and can definitely sway outcomes. I think a good example of someone like that is Ricochet right now. Yeah. Six months ago, Ricochet... A milk carton boy. Was mil- not just milk carton, but he was basically a stepping stone for wrestlers to get yeah, the viewed first, in the, the spotlight. Yeah, the first 48, jobber. he murdered this guy. <laughs> yeah, he was, getting, he was getting jobbered and jobbered and jobbered when he got called up from WWE after he lost his U.S. title belt, after that run with him against Styles. And now, now look at him. He's the number two babyface on SmackDown. He's the Intercontinental Champion now. You know what I mean? And he is going to play a part, in my opinion, in that Knoxville-Sami Zayn match, maybe. He may help. Knoxville, because Knoxville did help him. That's if he's not booked for the night. Right now, he's not. Yeah, that would be... Uh, I pray that Knoxville's just in his corner and Ricochet versus Sammy No, it's it's, it's going to be... I think it's going to be Knoxville right. versus Sammy. Well, I mean, that's still a waste of Ricochet's talent, but whatever. It doesn't matter at this yeah, point. I mean, really he's doesn't. he's the IC champ, so we'll see what they do with him after. We'll, we'll see who his first challenger is. Um, I'm trying to think of names besides Sami Zayn that I can see him. That I can see challenging him. Corbin. Corbin. After he's all. Done he's going to lose against Drew McIntyre, so Corbin could go after him. Um, yeah, I've really just thought of Corbin. <laughs> That's it. That's right? pretty much it. Um, <laughs> In conversation. Yeah, just Corbin. Or maybe even Matt Cat Moss, but that's technically still Corbin too. Right. Throughout, you know. So. That's the the um the one match yeah the one match that I really wasn't a big fan of at Revolution was uh, Britt Baker against Thunder Rosa. They said it wasn't that good only because there was so much going setting on. Up, I think for her to win in her hometown of San Antonio, I think is her hometown. Um, in a week or two from now, there was so much going on with Jamie Hader and and Rebel outside. There was interference. There right? was so yeah. much interference that was not needed. Whether it be the good old gimmick where, you know, the baby faces lying under the ropes, and here comes the heel manager choking them out. We saw that. Yeah. We saw hair pulling. We saw cheap punches in this match. 
all with the referees back there. It was like cla- normally it was, you, it was you're classic, like it. yeah, it was like yeah. classic 1980s WWF, um, like straight up Sherry Martell shit going on. Even like yeah, but Sherry Martell is way more convincing. Oh yeah, well, former <laughs> yeah. woman champion. Yeah, you know what I mean. It just it it took over the match to the point where I didn't even care about who won, even though I knew that Britt was gonna win because to take the belt off of Britt Baker. You got to be coming in really hot, or you got to have a good story or a good streak behind you to do that right now. I'm disappointed. I, lo- I love the new belt. Oh, it's very it's nice. It's classy. It's very nice. Um, I just didn't understand why it made its appearance all of a sudden. Unless they mentioned it, and I, I didn't. I don't know. remember them talking about it. I didn't hear nothing on Twitter, no. nothing on the dirts. Normally, there's like, oh, somebody's debuting that's fine. a new belt. If it, if, that's a first, yeah, if it, to if be it, honest. If it wasn't born in the dirts, does it, it, it's like a Saudi show. Did it happen in Saudi? Right. Is it real? Was it not written on a dirt sheet? Is it real? They they surprised us. And you didn't find belt. out about it. So I didn't find out about it. you're quick about yeah. it. Yeah. You're like, oh, no, I heard it's this. Uh, mm-hmm. I great. I love William Regal. In AEW, I think it's hilarious. Um, they're pairing up Moxley and Danielson as a tag team. They have their first match tonight against two jobber under a tag team right. name. I forgot what they're called. I think they're called the Horse something, the Horsemen. I think not oh, the boy. Horsemen, the Work Horsemen. There you go, <laughs> the Work Horsemen. I never heard of them before, but William Regal is being billed as someone in their corner. So you have Moxley and Brian Danielson with William Regal in the corner. There's a lot of managers in AEW. There is. Yeah. If you look at the name, Smart Mark Sterling. Very old school. Taz. Oh, yeah. But I miss the way of the manager where it used to be like, I used to manage like 14 people, like Heenan family. Oh, the Heenan family. Yeah. The Heenan family. Jimmy Hart stable that he had. Yep. Um, Slick. He had more than one wrestler. Uh, but I mean the Heenan family, the the family part. I mean it was true because he did manage so many people. Uh, you kind of see that. I mean Matt Hardy, yeah. he's the HFO, actually oh, the today, AHFO. Was, today's the ninth, right? Yeah, Jeff, Je- Jeff Hardy could be debuting, and then Matt Hardy did post this cryptic tweet about like yesterday. Or yeah, about how so many he's he's yet he has let so many young wrestlers down, meaning everybody that's in the stable with him, like Private Party and everybody else to where he's basically like kind of going to separate himself and here comes the Hardy Boys back again mm-hmm. in another promotion again so <laughs> again but I do think the tag team division is going to get taken over by Ambrose and Danielson if they keep this going I really enjoy William Regal because if you if you noticed like when William Regal walked in I was very surprised but the sign and the show of respect that Danielson and Moxley gave William Regal was fucking epic because they just like stopped in their tracks and they saw William Regal and William Regal slapped the shit out of both of them. Yeah. And he headbutted Moxley to where you see Moxley's, I don't know if it's blood or blood, whatever it is, on, capsule. Yeah, it's on Regal's on face Regal and all this shit. You shake his hand. That was great storytelling. I'm curious to see how far they're going to let this go before it boils over because one of them's going to do a turn. Classic classic wrestling storytelling we saw with omega and page and we saw what happened where page beat omega for the world title they were tag team partners and then bitter enemies and now we're going to see that again in my opinion with ambrose and i'm sorry moxley and danielson so more power to you aew yeah it kind of sounds like recycled storylines but 
it's all about how you go about telling it. Mm-hmm. You know, everything's recycled. It I is. mean, there's not really one fresh new idea, and I, I could be wrong, but there, right, there could be. I mean, I think the one idea that you talked about today when you were, when we were texting, because we do talk outside the podcast, obviously. Yeah, I do like Tom. Yeah, hundred and two episodes in. I hope yeah. you do. Is not in it for the money. <laughs> yeah, if you could find that money, let me know. Yeah, I'm searching. <laughs> it's over there in that box. Buy yeah, our t-shirts, guys. Our t-shirts. We got them for sale, all sizes. Um, the one mystery that's hanging over the head of WWE right now, and I think a lot of people are asking the same thing about this, is what do you do with Seth Rollins right now? Is you, Cody you coming that, or like, is Cody not coming? Yeah. Because if he's not coming, then we need to know and to, to do something with Seth Rollins right away. Well, I think WWE's in that same boat too. That's yeah. literally what they're <clears throat> saying. They're like, dude, you got to shit or get off the pot because we got to know like tomorrow. To have this man's talent not be. Because we have to print things and send it to Dallas so they can give it out in a pamphlet. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. You got to get prints. And we out. need to have this guy on television yeah. because he's phenomenal at what he does. Yeah. If Johnny Knoxville and Logan Paul can get a wrestling match, and and right now Seth Rollins doesn't, that is a yeah. cr- it's a crime. crime. Yeah. I can't even think of the word. It's a miscarriage it's of a tra- justice. Yes, it is. Thank you, Gorilla. It is a miscarriage of justice. It's a travesty that this man is not booked right now in WrestleMania, the biggest night of the year, the Super Bowl professional wrestling. The you most have Seth stupendous tonight. And you have Seth Rollins not being advertised where you have three celebrities. Yes, I count Pat McAfee as a celebrity. Three celebrities wrestling over two nights and you don't have the, the one of the best, if not the best in-ring worker in your company not wrestling so far. Yeah, and in, in a lot of companies. You know. I do think that I think What's I think it's going to be... What? What's the over-under that that's going to happen, Cody? He's going. I think I think the WWE's gonna jack up the price to make him go, in my opinion. I mean, you know, that's you want to be Cody mm-hmm. as long as it doesn't go like how baseball's going right now. Oh yeah, which no, again no, today, no talks. Yeah, no, it's, it's not gonna happen. They pushed back the start until the 14th, I think. So they got rid of another week's of game. Mm-hmm. It's so, terrible. It's horrible. Uh, yeah, never mind. Just more greed. It is on both sides. I think a lot of people aren't gonna watch baseball now. They weren't already watching it. That's the problem. Mm-hmm. You're gonna argue about. All this stuff. Where is this revenue coming from? Obviously, it's from television and all this other stuff. But nobody has eyes on your product. Nobody cares about baseball anymore because it's old. Excuse me, Tom. White man sport. True. You know, and it's a, the 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 way baseball is. It, it's very old school, and it's a band of brothers, and it's a an older brotherhood, mm-hmm. which it's like a, a another phrase. It's a boys club. It, not, it is kind of boring in. to watch, like, you know, you're They're home. way behind the times. Yeah, you're home on a, in the middle of May. They think after Double Day is going to come out there at this yeah. point. You know what I mean? Like, that's what it is. Middle of May, the Rangers are playing the Yankees, or the Rangers are playing the Red Sox. You know what I mean? And it's the sixth inning, and the Yankees and Red Sox are winning 10-0. You're going to watch that game? No. No. You know what I mean? But if the Bills are winning 24-0, I'm going to watch the game just because football, I think, has a obviously has a bigger presence in this country, in my well, opinion, of course, and in a smaller football, schedule. basketball is bigger than baseball right now. And I, I think if you if you throw in like college football, maybe I oh, forget it or like college football is hot. I don't college, think you understand how college football. Is I mean, college football people. is hot. Maybe not New Jersey. No, no. Well, but, well I mean, yeah. Rutgers isn't the greatest <laughs> yeah, team, no. 
But I mean, obviously, you go to Georgia, go to Alabama, Texas. Florida, Texas, California, Michigan, Michigan, the middle of the country, Iowa, Missouri. Mm-hmm. You Nebraska. know what I mean? Even Nebraska, Illinois. You know what I mean? So I mean, college football may be taking that third spot from baseball. I mean, hockey's there too. I mean, hockey's obviously the sport of Canada, but I mean, yeah, you know. But what 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 doesn't change is the passion that wrestling fans showed and how unpredictable professional wrestling can be. And we let off the show with not just one of my favorite quotes in cinema history from Willy Wonka and the Chocolate Factory, but we let into someone's music who, if I said to you that Dolph Ziggler is going to be the next NXT champion, you would say what? You're out of your fucking mind, man. I didn't see that coming. No one did. No. And I told you right before I loved we, we it. hit record. I, I loved I, it. A very audible, like, you got to be kidding me. Mm-hmm. Like I would, I and then I put my hands over my head, and I, I just couldn't believe it in a good way. Didn't expect that shit at all. I thought Breaker was gonna uh, retain. The right person took the fall. Oh yeah, absolutely, absolutely, absolutely. yeah. Because he was like laid out. But this is funny because By a super kick. Go go figure. You yeah, Shawn Michaels at the helm. Are they there. foreshadowing something, or or is the WWE telling us something rather quickly? That Breaker's going to win it back at Stand and Deliver in Dallas. Well, they he did debut on Monday Night Raw the other night. And they did show his entrance. So and they did show his reaction. They strapped a rocket to him. He So, did you... You watched it, right? I watched the match. Did you like... Something happened. What do you mean something happened? I feel like there was a botch or there was... It was misplaced. Something he didn't... I noticed at the end of the match when he speared Ciampa that if you look before that, when Ciampa and Ziggler were in the ring, he like went around them to go out on the outside. Like he was in a setup for the spot, but he didn't know where it was. He's still very green. He is. Um, what I was referring to actually was when he debuted on Raw, no pop. I tried. I I I rewound it mm-hmm. and tried to listen to. You could hear it ever so slightly. There was no pop or Chompa either. No. No. There there was nothing for the past three weeks. There hasn't. And been. I think that's terrible. It, it depending on how you see it. It's either good or it's bad. Well, they're not in the public eye. No, they're not. They're not and on the show every week. Just don't know them, and you're like, how do you not know? Mm-hmm. Because WWE doesn't portray them as people you should know. Because NXT sometimes isn't canon, which they've been trying to make amends of this past month or two and actually working it in with Grayson Waller and um, AJ Styles going back and forth on both shows. Now you have Dolph Ziggler, who's now champion of NXT. Definitely going to see him on Monday with that championship. He's going to be going back and forth a lot. That's fine. Now, or what the WWE is doing and maybe what Vince is doing to look at the future, because in his opinion, I think the future is Braun Breaker and Austin Theory. Well, that's fucking apparent. Uh, Austin Theory is in the main event of a Madison Square Garden house show, which is their place. Against Brock Lesnar. Against Brock Lesnar. Granted, it was only three minutes, but three minutes still counts. (sighs) Right, Um, I know. Uh, We'll ask our wives. Yeah. Still, still real to me, damn it. Still real to me, damn it. <laughs> but maybe what Vince wants to do is maybe Braun will win it back, like you said, stand and deliver yeah. in front of a bigger crowd, yep. in front of a different state, yep. 
to see what their reaction is going to be. In an actual arena. Arena. It's in an arena. Airlines, I think, arena. I think so. Yeah. It's where the um, Mavericks Mavericks play. play. Yeah. So we're going to see what happens with that because Dolph. Cuban's compound. Yeah. Dolph winning it is very smart because he has the story behind it. The promos are so good. The promos are still good. He sells terrifically. He's terrific in the ring. He's aware. He was once he knows, a world. He was. Yeah. He's a two-time world champion, yep. so he's been down this road before. And the much, you know, the like the biggest part of what he's doing right now, you know, granted he was a tag team champion with Bobby Roode for a little while, but I think Dolph Ziggler is the kind of guy that will put people over. He's been doing it. He's been doing forever. it for a very long time. Um. So. I think right now his sole purpose, because if you look up and down the Raw roster, like if they said to themselves, we want to take one of these guys and put them on NXT just to market both brands and the fact that we have shows going back-to-back nights, we want to put one guy up here right now. Who are we going to take? That's not in the main event aspect right now. you know them. Yeah. That's the thing. It's People are aware of who Dolph Ziggler is. If you've been watching the product, you Definitely not. Like, if Kevin Owens is not going to get involved with Stone Cold, maybe Kevin Owens is the guy. But I think Kevin Owens is a little bit too big for this NXT 2.0. I think they're looking for someone not in the level of Kevin Owens, but a veteran. And the only person that I can think of, ironically, is Robert Roode and Dolph Ziggler. And ironically, they're both there. Right. You know what I mean? You're not going to see You're not gonna, you're not gonna see Otis. Again. You're not going to see Randy Orton. You're not going to see... Apollo Crews. You're not going to see... Yeah, we see AJ Styles down there, but that was for a different purpose. Mm Mm-hmm. Away from a championship. Yeah. I think think AJ was the big one for them to send down earlier. Oh, yeah. To get the eyes on the product. He's been down there in NXT before when he was with the Good Brothers a few years back. Mm Mm-hmm. On the black and gold brand. But I think think that he made his debut on 2.0 just to get the eyes on the product. Yeah. Now they're sending Dolph as a, hey, this is going to be a current every week thing now. I like it. Now he's the fucking champion. I like it. I love that Dolph Ziggler is a champion. Um, I think that he, I think that he can hold any promo well at going against anybody. So if he's in the ring doing a promo battle with Braun Breaker, he can carry that. He can yeah. carry a match with him. You know yeah. what I mean? He I think is, more importantly, not to cut you off, is by putting the championship on Ziggler, he makes that next person believable. Yeah, like be, you can believe him as a champion. Then you can therefore believe the challenger. Like, he just puts people over, man. He does. That's it. Ziggler has the capability of, you, he brings of making everybody the up fan to his believe in wrestlers. Yeah. I think he does. Yeah. I think that's that the, invaluable. Yeah. It, it, well, I'm. that's probably the biggest reason, to be honest, why he's still around. Dolph Ziggler is, is one of the longest tenured yes. ref wrestlers. In the, Outside he made of Natty. De- he yeah. made his debut as a Spirit yeah. Squad. Yeah. His first wrestling figure was a Ruthless Aggression from like 2009 what when he man? was in the Spirit Squad. Yeah. He's been around the block a lot. Yeah. Like a he lot. Was Kerwin White's uh, golf caddy. No? He was. He was Kerwin White's golf caddy. Then he was a cheerleader. Yeah. And then he became Dolph Ziggler, a young up and coming kid. With Vicky. Yeah. And he was with Vicky. He was also with Big, Big E and, and AJ Lee. AJ Lee. Then he had his big peak run as world heavyweight champion when he beat that time, Del yeah. Rio. In right? New York, yeah. Yeah, not to mention he's been a tag champ, U.S. champion, intercontinental champion, world heavyweight champion, now NXT champion. 
you know. Plus, he's already been on TV shows like The Miz and Mrs. Plus, he's been on all this other stuff on the network. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So he's a valuable commodity to this company. Yeah. As a veteran like him, like I put him in the category of like him, if you look at him, Kofi, Mysterio, all these guys have put in their years with the company. You know what I mean? They're still around. Yeah, and they're still giving you quality. Too. That is. I mean, you know. Dolph operates on, on levels that I don't think anybody operates no, on. No, he still has it in the ring. Like, I thought Dolph was going to get cut when, like, people like Kurt Hawkins and Zack Ryder got cut. Well, remember, got he, cut. you know, either he was voicing his displeasure. The Miz, or, or... The Miz is another veteran, too. Oh, yeah. They'll never cut The Miz. Oh, the, God, the, no. they, the Miz can't, they can't afford it. No, there's too much money invested in The Miz. You can't cut The Miz until after you pull MJF over. You can't, or you can't cut it. the Miz until Miz and Mrs. is done. Well, because yeah. you can't. He. I mean, I love seeing Maurice on my television. You you talk about yes men. Yeah, he will do anything for the WWF yeah. slash E. Sorry, but also excited. he's just a great hand because he he, he works in any sort of entertainment mm-hmm. setting. The he's way an entertainer. Is, is, he's an entertainer. The way he operates is exactly what you need. Yeah. The Miz is all around. As as if you hate him or not, if you hate him, if you like them, he's an all around talent because he's the kind of guy that if you, you always need... picture. Can I send this guy to a morning show? Can I do yeah, this? Can I Miz. do that? There's the Miz. There's only so many people who mm-hmm. fall into that category. Yeah. And sometimes you think you're champion. Oh, this guy can be champion. From a business perspective, no, because it doesn't work mm-hmm. outside of maybe this person is foreign. Like like Cesaro, you know, we were talking about him last week. Cesaro would only work in international markets mm-hmm. because he speaks five languages. He's got that presence, whatever. Coming over here, he's a big. Uh, he's big with the marks. Small fish in a big pond, sort mm-hmm. of deal, you know. He's he, he's Instead big with the, the marks. Way. But like the Miz, you're right about the Miz. Like if if you need someone to go onto ESPN, you got the Miz. If you need someone to go on a talk show, you're with the Miz. You, you want the Miz to throw a pass for Cleveland? Uh, you know they're doing Fox. The first Fox pitch is doing- for the Guardians, and it's the Miz, right? The Miz can do anything that you need him to do, and, and that even includes being a placeholder for the World Championship. That's what he was. Right for what two months again? Not even that. Like no, less than that. Yeah. Like two weeks. I feel like. Feels like it, yeah. When he took and the it belt feels off, so long ago. When he took the belt off of Drew, it's a year ago now. Yeah, he took the belt off of Jeez, Drew. Where the hell are we even? And then this was still Bobby in the, beat him. Um, Thunderdome, Thunderdome, Mary. Yeah. Jeez. So still in the Thunderdome. You're right. Oh, that's why it worked. So yeah, no, I get it. I mean, I, I'm just happy to see Dolph in this capacity on my TV, doing the work that he's doing in a in a great storyline at that. And that's what I think matters the most is it actually makes all the sense in the world and i didn't think it would but you know us being cynical wrestling fans we kind of know how this is going to work he's going to carry it through the next pay-per-view which is stand and deliver and then that's when he's going to lose it in front of a crowd to to breaker Breaker. where he can get his moment and then really become that guy yeah now if they continue to do you know veterans coming back down after that particular point i'd be very shocked um, happy, but shocked. But if this is where it ends, right there at that pay per view, I get it. I'm fine with it. Yeah, it's WrestleMania season. You always want different names. I think the fact that you made Dolph Ziggler your NXT champion in a realm where you decided to devote this entire 
concept to pushing new talent and getting rid of everything that was older, a.k.a. black and gold brand. Well, I mean, that's why Ciampa was the first champion of NXT 2.0. Yeah. I think that significantly means that NXT is the most unpredictable show on television as far as I'm concerned. I think they're building it that way on purpose. I think they are on purpose, yeah. yeah. I think that... Now, now, this may sound just like whimsical and like, really? <laughs> but if you have someone like Braun Breaker, who is getting a lot of talk because he is everything that you need in a wrestler, the bloodline, the move, the look, the set... You have him there. Which I also heard that the Steiner brothers are going into the Hall of Fame. Yeah, he's going to induct them. Yeah, so all the cards are being played. I heard that they might be all digital uh, speeches. Because they want to keep it to like an hour and a half. If the Undertaker is doing that, then I I can't. No, 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 there's no no way. No, no. no. As of right now, I heard it's Taker, Sid, Vader, and the Steiner brothers. (sighs) Sid? Yeah, Psycho Sid. Never a fan of his. But... Guy but, just seems like a tall idiot. Uh, he's. Uh, yeah, I don't know. Just go break your other leg. Yeah. What I, I want to what I want to talk about NXT before I forget is you have someone like Braun Breaker, right? But then you have someone like Nikita Lyons. Now, now, now. This is our Nikita Lyons report. Now, Nikita Lyons. Right. You're probably whoever's listening to this is like, who is she? Google it. Google it. That's it. But, Do yourself a favor. To say she's that Twitter on to fire. say to say automatically that she's gonna catapult herself into the women's division is an understatement. She is gonna put herself in that situation. She did last week, which she, she came did out. last week, and 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 yesterday too. Yeah, she's in that brief she, segment. She's gonna get a match with with uh, Lash Legend at Stand of the Liver. She's gonna go over mm-hmm. in front of a bigger crowd. She has had. The internet wrestling community, the IWC, the nerds that sit that sit behind the monitor, going nuts. They're out of lotion and tissues, brother. Yeah, she. I mean, she has the look, the the body, um, the experience, and actually can move. Yeah, like you see her doing like kicks and stuff. I think I think like, I think they see money signs in her to be next who level. Who doesn't? Next level. Yeah, she's like everything. Nia Jax, you know. <laughs> Don't give me that comparison. <laughs> Don't give me that I knew shit. I to go. There Don't go. give me that shit. Everything she, they thought she could be. No, no she. Well, first of all, <laughs> no. I think Nia Jax is like double the, the size of her. Nia Jax had the bloodline. Yeah, but obviously, I mean, I don't think the key alliance does, but that doesn't really matter. But she, she got a good pop They're instantly also, when yeah. she had her first match. They're on also NXT. pushing this. Um, what's the other girl? Um, Tiffany Stratton. Yeah. The whole daddy's gimmick. Yeah. I don't know, but I, I see Nikita Lyons Very, as being like a, Charlotte a staple. Yeah. Right? Another one who I don't think is long for that world 2.0. No. And just no. a little couple, maybe maybe a year to three quarters of a year, and God only knows. Uh, you know, a lot of people I read on, on Facebook when Brian Breaker made his debut on Raw were kind of disappointed by it. But... I mean, at the same time, I what did you? Expect? I really wasn't disappointed because if you've been watching the product so closely, that the first match on your brand he's new getting, show, he's he getting is better. In. By the way, he is getting better. I think that they his instantly, promos are still terrible. They instantly saw something in the guy from the first time NXT 2.0 yeah. debuted. Oh yeah, they instantly did. When he beat LA Knight clean in about yeah. five minutes. You knew something was Who up LA with this Knight guy. Is super over. Oh yeah, he is too. So over. He's in. He's in. A, he's going to be involved in that ladder match 
at Stand Deliver. Yeah, he's got Carmelo. that match next week. Yep. Um, God, Carmelo Hayes is operating so, at God levels right now. Too. Yeah, so be prepared to get a good amount of Braun Breaker in your in your life, fans out there, because yeah. he's coming. I didn't think that NXT 2.0 would be as enjoyable as it is as I thought. It is enjoyable. It I really, I really enjoy NXT. When 2.0. this started, I was like, "This is going to be the nail in the coffin." Mm-hmm. A and lot of people thought it's that. It's the complete opposite. Yeah. You're right. So what did they do? They're doing they're, I think this they, Grayson Waller kid. I'm not I, a big fan. He's a douche. I hate that's the whole point. Him. Of that's it. yeah. That's where I was going. I hate him, and mm-hmm. it takes a lot for me to hate, and that's perfect because well, that's what they want. Fat rewind thirty Although minutes that, ago. That, what um, we said that through the legs elbow drop thing. Man, that fucking thing's hot. That's awesome. Well, that, go back. Go back to half awesome. an hour. What we talked about when we said that. Wrestling fans, you'd say that you like someone or you hate someone. Yeah. Right there, we both said we hate Grayson Waller. Yeah. I don't, I don't think I would. I don't think I would ever like him. Cause I think it's a the hate I have for him is because of the character. He's a heel. Yeah. I want to hate him, which means he's doing his job. He instantly is. You're absolutely right, yeah. and I agree with you in that. And I think that's why I just automatically said I hate him because yeah. he's a heel, and yeah. I just hate him on my television because right. he's doing his job so well. Right. Yeah. Like I like L.A. Knight because I think that. L.A. Knight is not just a good babyface, but he's great in the microphone. He's entertaining. He's very, he's a very entertaining. He's sports person. entertaining. He's very entertaining. Yeah. That's why I like him. You know what I mean? He's but the White Rock. NXT's recipe to success is veterans, unpredictability, bloodline with with Breaker. You know what I mean? It's like a little bit of everything. They're they're giving you everything. There's so many different angles. Although the women angles right now, they're probably it's the weakest it's the weakest the singles women's i mean they're focusing so much on this dusty tag team women's yeah and i have no clue what direction they're going in now because i i would have penciled in raquel and cora jade to win from all these vignettes and stuff no again cora jade isn't it man Mm -hmm. Maybe they're pushing. I think. I think they might be pushing Cora J to go up against uh, Mandy Rose. I've seen that. Yeah. Which is very, very bad because as much Could as Mandy imagine? Rose isn't the greatest wrestler in the world, Cora J is three rungs underneath her. Oh God. So that could be, this could be terrible. See, I hate Cora J. I never liked her. Yeah, but she's not making. See, she's not making you. I never hate liked her. her. Even even when she wants you to like her. Yeah. And that's the problem. That's the difference between Grayson Waller. And Cora Jade and how we both feel. I did, I instantly didn't like Cora Jade when she was involved in that War Games match where she was selling the elbow injury and she all of a sudden got the pin and wins. Well, okay. I actually thought that was where good. Where are you coming from? Hello. I thought that was good. Yeah. Um, And then it just took a turn where I'm just like, she's just not believable. This girl not... weighs 30 pounds soaking wet. Mm-hmm. She's not believable. She's like 21. She can barely buy herself a drink. You know what I mean? But then but then I think about what are they going to do with EO and Kaylee Ray and Dakota Kai? Like, you know, these three women that have been in NXT yeah. UK and regular NXT for so long. And I like this Wendy Chu. She's fucking entertaining, too. She's funny. When she does that elbow where she goes to, like, sleep, it's hysterical, dude. She's funny. That's, yeah. that's the entertainment part. That's the entertainment. So what NXT is doing they is... They get it, though. Yeah, that's what, the thing. What NXT is doing is they're turning a page positively with all this... Yeah. Stuff that they're spinning doing. what they're everybody spinning thought would be a negative. Yeah, you know, oh, they lost the Wednesday War Wednesday. Yeah, and then they had to move, and now they changed it 2.0, and all these people are being released and um, actually leaving because their contracts are up. It's going to be terrible. 
N- not, not in the least with. <laughs> Excuse me. And remember, we're not biased towards any kind of wrestling. I mean, yeah, we watch WWE and I watch AEW more than Alex does. But I mean, I think that we both put everything on a level playing field and say, you know, what's going right, and what's going wrong. I think right. basically Cliff Notes version is NXT is, beca- is becoming unpredictable with the decisions they're making. But at the same time, it makes you want to watch and watch. What yeah. AEW is doing is they're taking AEW is, is there. Right now in AEW, they're taking so many different ideas and just saying, "All right, let's just do let's it all in one sticks. show. Let's yeah. just see what happens." Let's, let's, yep. Yeah, I mean, let's bring in William Regal and and and, and let's have a tag team with with Moxley and and Daniel Bryan. Okay, that's sure. Out of, that's out of nowhere because I, I yeah two weeks ago, if you told me that that was gonna happen out of nowhere, like, what? Adam Page is defending his title tonight against Dante, Dante Martin. Martin. Yep, that came with no build up out of left field, right? <laughs> Uh, the streak, like I really care about Scorpio Sky's 364 day undefeated streak. When was streak. the last time he was on TV? Exactly. Other than on TV, not just like a dark wrestling. Yeah, dark elevation. When I when I saw darkly, him in Atlantic know. City, he was on Dark Elevation. Him and Ethan Page. So, like, I don't I don't like that. They're just taking too much. Although I do like the wrestling, and I do like some of the storylines. They're taking too much of that. What got them their success and trying to stick it on the wall all at once? I hear, and here's the thing: is the good companies will know what they have when they have it, but continue to evolve each and every week because the product three months ago isn't the same as it is today. It's not the same as it was six months ago. Yeah. It's not going to be the same six months from now. I also do think good companies will know when they have a shit product. Or they will know if the episode wasn't good. You, you know, know what I mean? And I, and I think that's why, you know, WWE is forever undefeated. I mean, yeah. listen, we know they give us some shit. There's been episodes of Raw. Of the There's been episodes of Raw and the first match hasn't started after 48 minutes of talking. And we talked about it here before in this podcast. And we didn't even get to Raw. And I can't wait to talk about this tag team match that opened up the show. It was very 40, good. 48 minutes, I think, It was very good. It was like three commercial breaks. Great match. Three or four segments, Great yeah, match. technically. Um, that but, RKO from a moonsault was very nice. Yeah, he like literally laid into it. It was he just did. right was place, good. right time. Right team won too. Yeah, I think the right team won. But you set up that program for SummerSlam, not WrestleMania. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, you got to keep moving forward. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Right team won. Um, and I just shoosh. Mm. Uh, thank you. Uh, thank you. Yeah. But what? What now? AEW is they're they're trying all these different things. And I think they're just trying to go. I think, I think they're really counting on people, new people to come in every the, time. The problem with AEW is they want, they always want every episode to be better than the last. And I think that's what they're trying to do too hard. You know what I mean? With, with Raw, yes, we're going to see Rhea versus Nikki Ash three weeks in a row. <laughs> yeah. You know what I mean? If we get the same four matches on a three-hour program, but then everything else around it is different, then that's okay. Yeah. Right. There's still. If um, we're getting a two-hour show of Dynamite, where you're adding championship matches last minute, you're adding matches basically literally hours before your show with no advertising. Right. How am I supposed to get into it and care as much yeah. as you really want? Like, me do you to? think that I really want to tune in at eight o'clock sharp to watch uh, Page against Dante Martin? No, because I know who's going to win. Mm-hmm. Right. Maybe what's going to come out of that is the next challenger for Page, which right. is still probably going to be Cole, maybe. Even the Wardlow was ranked number one on the rankings. All you know, what I mean, the Wardlow is are... months away from challenging anybody because he's got a feud in between it, mm-hmm. and which is good. To no, give him I, more I, momentum. I think that you may see Wardlow go against Guevara first, then MJF. Because if MJF's going to cost Wardlow, this is where it's going to be. Well, that's what I'm getting yeah. at. Is there, there's some 
there's some moves he's got to make before he mm-hmm. even enters the main event picture. Yeah. He's going to. He is. It's just there's a lot of people who can help tell the story to help build him, mm-hmm. win or lose, to that point. Um, and it's just a slow burn. It, it has is. been. It's it going to continue. Be a slow burn. Um, that's actually coming off right on TV. You know, so kudos to them for doing that. You know, long term storytelling, long uh, long term booking. Uh, you know, it's a thing of the past. We have short attention spans. Anything after four to six months, we're like, all right, let next. But remember, back in the eighties, they were doing shit for a whole year. They were. We didn't have as much of of what we have today, so mm-hmm. now we're spoiled. So we always want the new hottest thing, something else to come up, and you know, so you know, we're fickle, as uh, Brian Danielson likes to say, fickle fans. Um, you know, we we change, you know, our minds as much as we change our drawers. You know, um, but you know, we'll see what's going on with AEW. Um, you know, they're gonna get it right. They they will. They I'm not saying to. it's wrong. I just think yeah. that they're sometimes forcing. And they're, also they're now forcing you're after... to show their hand. They're, they're they're going all in. No pun intended. Yeah. Too much. They got to stop uh, signing people too, man. I'm well, telling you, I say this every they, couple they weeks. Si- they signed Swerve. They signed Keith that's Lee. A good, swerve. That's a good. That's a good signing. Swerve. Yeah. yeah. That guy. That guy's amazing. Where do you put him though? I don't know. That's the thing. It's like you need to build a cruiser. He's not. Division. He's not a main eventer. He's a middle belt guy, but you yeah, he's a your TNT middle guy. belt is held up right now. Like Guevara. Yeah. And maybe Wardlow. So, I mean. Yeah. The, it, Ross is a little full. Yeah, it is. And Keith Lee, I think, uh, in the last 20 minutes, put on another 20 pounds. He's getting bigger every day. He's a big dude. He's hey, big he dude. was a big dude. He packed some pounds on. He did. I don't think he's moving as fast either. No. It's... I can't. He can't have ring rust. You know what I mean? Like, this, this guy. Again, what do they do with people like that? You got to keep watching the product, ladies and gentlemen, to figure out those answers. But, yeah, because we should. We don't but what, um, you know, I figured something that I just kind of just mentioned. This, well, I didn't really tell Alex about it. So oh, surprised. boy, here we go. So every maybe what we'll do is because WrestleMania is known as a Super Bowl profession of wrestling. I guess we can devote the last thing that we talk about to WrestleMania and what what has changed. Um, what has changed is that Pat McAfee and Austin Theory are going to have a match at WrestleMania. We may talked about it a little bit last week, but now it's official. I think it's going to happen on Sunday. And we saw Austin Theory slap Pat McAfee in the face the other day. Yep. And there's still speculations of Vince McMahon getting involved, which he should, because if he's the one that created the match and planned the match to lure McAfee in, this is yeah. the perfect time for Vince to give us that inner heel that he always has and deep down inside of him. And what a better way to put over your future talent in Austin Theory is to being led into this program at WrestleMania. So yeah. that has changed in the past week. For sure. Also, we're going to be seeing a triple threat women's tag team title match where we see... It's funny because... Tri- triple threat today could be a fatal four-way... Tomorrow. That's, tomorrow. That's the thing. And the last... Since the belt's debut, there's been a fatal four-way every meeting. Yes. Was, somebody put something up. I saw that. Yeah. Too. yeah. So now we have Liv Morgan and Rhea Ripley as a tag team. We're just throwing names on the board. <laughs> So, uh, before you know it, maybe Natalia will get involved again, or you know, Natty yeah. and the, Natty I think and that Aaliyah and everyone. Then, huh? yeah, yeah, maybe Shoot Natty and Aaliyah will form. Well, no, they're they're heel and a face. Well, there. maybe they'll you know. Well, you know, we wrestled so many times. Let's just mm. be a tag team. I wouldn't be surprised if that was the case. It would, it, yeah, it would more yeah. likely be Zia Lee and um, 
Um, Aaliyah. Aaliyah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But yeah. I hope they do something with Natalia. Or you know what? They're gonna have the women's battle royal, but that has that hasn't even been announced yet. So what other matches have not been announced yet? There's the one that we talked about with Seth Rollins mm-hmm. and, and um, Cody Rhodes. Yeah, that's a big one. Now, what um, happens if if this doesn't happen? I I don't know. I, you, we could spend the whole episode. Where do you shoehorn to... Seth Rollins into this now? Because he's not going to be with with uh, Stone Cold now. Again, everybody the only out place there, you shoehorn him into, and I I think I mentioned this this morning, is you wedge him into the main event, but it. You messes can't. up everything you literally built up. You can't. Yeah. You cannot do that. That sucks. Yeah. No, of course it does. And there's no other wrestler right now that singles wise needs a match like like Seth Rollins. Because AJ does. Styles is taken. Yeah. AJ's taken. Edge is taken. Finn's gonna be taken. Kevin Owens is right, taken. Yeah, Even though was, now here's yeah. the thing, wrestling fans. Stone Cold is not wrestling at WrestleMania. Okay. He is going to be part of the Kevin Owens show where he'll give you three stunners, drink six beers, and call it a night. Right. That's what he's there for. Where's Mark Eaton? And he's yeah. And he's purposely built on Saturday because the Saturday card is there's not really yeah you much need, flow. You need something to pop. And it's also the first night. So yes. Course, yes. Yeah. You have both women's title matches. on I'll Saturday. tell you what. The KO show should lead off that show. It should. That 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 will be the opening thing. But then I feel bad for the people who follow that. Yeah, then I. Th- you know, they I, said you I, either want to open or you want to close. And then I, I, then I think you go Bianca and Becky after that. Wow, you have to. Oh, I think Bianca and you gotta, Becky. You got to keep Bianca and Becky may open up WrestleMania. Hmm. Because mm. you know Charlotte and, and Ronda are going to close it night one. That feud's not worthy to close it. It should be it the is. opposite mm-hmm. of But I, I, it doesn't I matter. It. It's Ronda Rousey. I, I know. Yeah, Royal Rumble winner Ronda Rousey. But again, right. remember that that doesn't mean them that doesn't mean much when Oscar lost to Flair in New Orleans. That was the third match of the night, second oh, match of the night. Terrible. So, but with a name like Ronda third Rousey, it has to be in the in that main event. Yeah. So I mean, what what's today's date? What, what happened? Yeah. So to go back to the main point was where where do we shoehorn Seth? I have no fucking clue, and it's terrible to say this. There's only one thing that works, and we we already mentioned it. I don't know where you go from there. He can't get input into anything because, to be honest, everybody knows it would just be like, oh, we're going to give him something because nothing makes sense right now. Mm-hmm. Cody, see, this is why I think Cody Rhodes is there. I, th- I, I, think, I, I, I think you wouldn't do this. You wouldn't with, do this yeah. unless Cody Rhodes is already signed. Yeah. I think Cody Rhodes is signed, and I think Cody versus Raw is in Jacksonville next week. I think is it? Yeah, Cody versus Seth at WrestleMania. That has to be it. That'd be a big match. That's a big match. Yeah, that's a big match. Um, Edge and Styles is going to be good. I liked how Styles wasn't on TV. That's smart. He should. And I said that last week. He could not be. He Mm -hmm. shouldn't be on TV next week. WrestleMania is in four weeks. They can get it done in two weeks. Mm-hmm. WrestleMania he, he shouldn't is be less on TV than, next week. WrestleMania is less than four weeks away. Yeah. So if he's not there next week, then he comes back the week after. Yeah. Cody Rhodes may enter next week. Yep. We'll be coming back to you next week. Mm-hmm. Back and better than ever. With a brand new episode of Sons of Flip Radio, which will be definitely more res- inform- information about WrestleMania. Well, I mean, he, that's why you have to watch wrestling this yeah. uh, week. Here, here's what, what the best part of it is like every week from the whole seven days from mm-hmm. when we do the show to the next time we come back at you, just everything just keeps. There's shit that's always happening. 
So there's mm-hmm. always news. Uh, I can't wait to talk about shit next week already. Now, it's impossible for someone to dice- to decipher the code that is known as professional wrestling because <laughs> it always it's always changing. Um, but if you do know how to di- to decipher the code, then you can definitely direct message us on social media. You can find us on Instagram and Facebook yeah. at Sons of Flip Radio. Twitter at Sons of Flip Radio. You can email us at sunsetfootpodcast at gmail.com. And if you know the secrets and the the workings of how to how they're going to book everything and if you can decipher what's going on with Cody Rhodes, let us know. I really appreciate that. <laughs> yeah. um, you can if you, follow if you us. you know him, tell him to give us a call. Yeah, besides following us on every social media aspect out there in the world, you can listen to us anywhere you get your podcasts. Um, we'll come back to you next week with a brand new episode of Sons of Flip Radio. What day? Who knows? That's because our lives are pretty busy. So we'll just come back to you. We'll announce it on social media. And you'll tune in as always. And as always, again, for the 100 and... Second time, I am one of your co-host, Thomas Lisi, the $100 man. I screwed that up. Let me do that again. I am one of your co-host, the $100 man, Thomas Lisi. (laughs) With more oomph. With more oomph. Always join with the most handsome dad in the room, Mr. Alex Drayton. Hey, baby. We are Sons of Flip Radio. Hope you enjoy the episode this week. Enjoy wrestling. Enjoy your life. Enjoy whatever you do. But always enjoy listening to us. And as always, peace, love, and wrestling, and take care. Later. You're...